Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Total War Podcast. Uh, my name is G, and joining me as always is my friend and co-host Andy. Hey, how's it going, people? Also sitting in the studio with us today is uh, someone who has um, recorded with us in the past. Uh, his name is Swist. He's um, helped us with audio editing, and like I said, he's been in previous episodes. Uh, he is uh, joining us in the studio and might uh, chime in for this recording. Uh, might not, hasn't really decided yet, but he's just kind of hanging out here with us. So if you hear a third voice, that is our friend Swist. Yeah, say say hello. Say, I, I don't go, know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he just he didn't stop talking until like I did. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, so this specific episode is going to be about action movies. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I'm not like about. <laughs> I was kind of. I was kind of getting. Are your socks flying off already? Mm-hmm. My socks. Yeah. 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 Because I'm that. I'm that ready. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already <laughs> no, you're that excited. Like, oh, I, I, I thought because I'm ready for an action. Like I'm down to a tank top and shorts. That's, um, my, that's my action movie uniform. So, Andy, how mm-hmm. you been lately? I've been doing pretty good. Like just thinking about various things, sleeping. Yeah. Oh man, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, living your best life. Yeah, my best life. <laughs> sleeping and thinking. Dude, before we uh, sat down to record, we were talking about um, voice actors and stuff. And I was, uh, I played you a little clip from that uh, book, Dungeon Crawler Carl. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we ever talked about that on the podcast. I know I've probably talked about it to you outside of the podcast before because it's like one of my favorite things ever. So, have you? Are you familiar with the with the series at all, or the book, or whatever? I'm, I'm a bit familiar, but I don't think we discussed it on the podcast, though. Dude, I'm, I just wanted to throw this out there now for. Anyone who listens to audio um, audiobooks at all, uh, I would definitely recommend um, Dungeon Crawler Carl. It is a lit RPG, which, if you're not familiar, it's basically um, you know a, a D&D style role playing game, but it's in a book format. So almost it always it's almost always apocalyptic stories, and it's almost always you know something happens, and then all of a sudden people are introduced that they have now they have an interface with a screen, and they have inventory they can carry around and everything. And this is a a story about it's you know after the end of the world and it's Carl and his girlfriend's cat uh, Princess Donut. The cat becomes um, what is it when you are intelligent sapient? Oh yeah, or, yeah um, sentient. Sentient. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. So uh, Donut becomes sentient and she's actually more powerful than Carl throughout the first couple of books. But there's six of the books. I just finished the sixth one and it was so good. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish that there was more of this. So I just went back and started back on book one again <laughs> and. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the voice actors and Jeff Hayes does the voice record, does the voices and he's so good at it that it wasn't until I was talking to uh, one of the guys I work with who also listened to that series. Um, and he pointed out that, you know, he was like, you know, that's the same guy for all those. And I was like, wait a minute, I get, yeah. Cause I guess for audiobooks it usually is just a guy sitting there in the microphone reading. Yeah. It's not like a, a cast of people or anything, but he's so good at voices that like it literally like it took me five and a half books to realize that this was, you know, one guy doing all these voices. So, so overall, this is not a collaborative, collaborative effort. This is one guy's creation and his well, story. Yeah. I mean, that was the author is a uh, Matt Dineman and um, every now and then like they'll have, you know, in the, at the introduction at the beginning, they're like uh, written by Matt Dineman, narrated by Jeff Hayes, um, you know, special guest as the barkeeper, and it'll be someone who is popular on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. But in the sixth book, um, because the guy who does uh, Carl's, well, the guy who does all the voices, but Carl's voice that Jeff Hayes does is really um, 
kind of deep and he's always like, God damn it, donut. And he's uh, yelling at the cat and stuff. And mm-hmm. I always thought he kind of sounded like Putty from uh, Seinfeld, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, in the sixth book, it, it's, you know, star read by uh, Jeff Hayes with uh, special guest star um, Patrick Warburton as <laughs> Carl's dad. <laughs> I was like, what? So, you know, because I guess a lot of people thought he sounded like Putty. So uh-huh. they got Patrick and, and they got big enough that, um, Sound Booth Studio, the people that do it, they got uh, J- uh, Patrick Warburton to come and do it. So, um, anyways, if you're looking for a good audiobook to listen to, um, Dungeon Crawler Carl is probably one of the best series I've ever read. Out mm. of it. it's, it's become my new favorite thing over almost any TV show or anything that I have going on right now. That's that's like the number one series I have going. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm familiar with it, but have not heard it or read it. So I'll have to check it out. And you can get the physical books like either mm-hmm. uh, and and like. Kindle version, or you can order like the actual paper version if you just want to read it. But I highly mm-hmm. recommend doing the Audible version because that guy Jeff Hayes just does such a good job with it. So, anyways, I just want to throw that out there because I'm hoping that I can get the word spread so that I have more people to talk to about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Andy said, um, we were discussing action movies, and as always, we sit around and talk about something, and then we're like, "Hey, we need to turn the microphones on and and discuss this with all the turtle warriors out there." Um, so, action movies. Yeah, the way this one came up, like at least for me, anyway, is like I was like sleeping, and then like I was think kind of like when I woke up, or maybe when I was I was dreaming about Rambo, like kind of thinking about it, <laughs> uh, about Rambo, yeah. as one does. <laughs> yeah, like it's a normal thing, right? So like, um, but then I start like after I woke up, like I was still thinking about Rambo, and I was like, man, like this is a like a pretty badass dude. So wait, when you dream about Rambo, uh-huh. do you like dream about like? John Rambo being tortured or like killing Vietnamese people, or do you dream about you yourself being John Rambo? I I don't think I was John Rambo in the dream. I think more like yeah, was it like he took him out on a date or something? No, no, it was more like he was there. He was just there, like he, he you know, I, I was just kind of dreaming about like how like I was kind of like you know how um if in in Scrooge like if you've seen like the Scrooge McDuck or the actual Scrooge mm-hmm. DuckTales uh, no like I'm talking about the actual like the, a Christmas Carol yeah oh yeah like you know how in a Christmas Carol he's watching like the, the ghost of Christmas past okay. ghost of Christmas present is showing him these visions he's just kind of there they can't see him like Tiny Tim can't see him mm-hmm. like that was kind of like, Tiny like Rambo was like Tiny Tim he couldn't see me mm. but I was watching him like take out these terrorists and stuff like I was Tiny just kind of yeah I was like Tiny Tim Oh, you oh, were no, tiny he Tim. was tiny. He was like tiny right. Tim, because because he was in the real world. I was like a spirit. So like you're watching him through a window and you're seeing him kill all these people and you're sitting there like, what a tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why are you showing me these visions, <laughs> spirit? <laughs> like, why this? are you showing me John Rambo <laughs> kill all these <laughs> communists? <laughs> it's not like you're trying to make me appreciate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you have the whole scene where you're like. Why do you show me these images? Is this, uh, these are are these things that have happened, or are these things that can be changed? And then it points at your tombstone. And you're like, "What's that mean? Does <laughs> Rambo John kill me? Rambo, yeah. <laughs> Does John Rambo kill me, or do the communists? Like, what? <laughs> Who am I even talking to? <laughs> oh, I thought it was it's like a, the like ghost, ghost of Rambo present. Yeah. <laughs> and then. He's like, Wait a second. <laughs> I back up. So I'm like, I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. It's like, because I, I think in the Christmas Carol, it's kind of supposed to be Scrooge's dream. Yeah. But like in the story, he doesn't realize he's dreaming. Like he thinks he's well, just in his it, like, bed. really happened to him. 
Yeah, well, it's supposed. To, I mean, it's kind of like supposed to be ambiguous. Like they mm-hmm. don't really say, but it's like to to him, he thinks he's he thinks he just kind of like laid down and the spirit came into his room. But there's, it's, I think it's suggested or hinted at that he might have actually just fallen asleep and this might be a dream. But so like, you, not to get too far off track, mm-hmm. but just so that I can visualize the whole thing. When you go to bed, are you like Scrooge? Do you have like the full nightgown with like yeah, the little I've, hat? I've got like a, a candle in my hand without like shaking. <laughs> Like I'm walking to bed with this candle, right, right, with like a little. It's got like the little ring that you put your finger in, yeah, and like the little dish so the wax can fall in it, right. And it's all shaking in my hand because I'm scared of right. whatever of Rambo, I guess. And like I go into bed and lay down and blow it out and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like I see this ghost, the ghost of Rambo passed, mm-hmm. like comes to me, and this is actually how this went down. Like, but I don't even, I mean, because the ghost of Christmas past and present, you can, you can picture pretty easily in your head. Like they look like Christmas oriented. So I guess the ghost of Rambo past would be from like the first Rambo movie. Yeah. But it's not Rambo because it's like, he's telling you about Rambo because like the ghost of Christmas past wasn't Christmas. He was telling Scrooge about Christmas. I thought he was like the embodiment of Christmas. Maybe he was. So this guy's the embodiment of Rambo. He's not really... Rambo, but he's the body of Rambo. Oh, that's like really okay. young. So the, I get it. I get it. Okay, so <laughs> the ghost of <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past would be Sylvester Stallone. He's not right. Rambo, but he has to be oriented somehow. Have something to do with Rambo. So Sylvester Stallone, like the old Sylvester Stallone, who's currently alive, like he he just walked in my house. It's the real guy. But, but the it's first like, one would be the young Sylvester Stallone, right? <laughs> but yeah, but like the ghost. The, the ghost, like he's telling me about the Rambo movies, but he's it's not it's not him. It's not it can't be Rambo because like Christmas doesn't tell Scrooge about Christmas. It's uh-huh. he's it's a spirit who somehow has something to do with Christmas, but the spirit itself is not Christmas. Okay. So this guy that comes into my house is he has something he's somehow connected to Rambo, but he's not Rambo. So that's why I think he's Sylvester Stallone because right. he's connected to Rambo, but not Rambo in the same way that the Ghost of Christmas Past is connected to Christmas, but not. But he's not. But to be Christmas. past, would he be young? Like, would he be like Rambo, or would he be like uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone from, from his Rocky top? days? Yeah, from, he's actually wearing boxer. He's like okay, wearing so boxer. Yeah, he's Rocky, okay. and he comes into my room like this happened for real. Mm-hmm. Like he came in and was like, "Yo, you want to like know more about Rambo?" And right. <laughs> Like not really. And he's like, "Well, buckle up." <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. So then, like, I was Whoa. like floating with Rocky. Like, Rocky was right there with me, kind of like how the ghost of Christmas present right. right past. Like, Rocky was like, "Look at this," and now I'm like looking, and I see Rambo kill all these guys, like mm-hmm. all these Vietnamese guys, and I'm like, "What does any of this mean? Like, how is this relevant to my life?" And he's like, "I thought you, I thought you might know that." <laughs> what does this mean? He starts explaining to you the Vietnam War. <laughs> he's like, "Well." <laughs> In 19, whatever, whatever, America. Like, like Rambo, oh I gosh. think he's free and hostages. Like, to be honest, like, I think he's free and hostages. <laughs> like, what is, what is Rambo? I haven't seen a Rambo movie since I was like 12. I, I, the, I think I saw all so, of First Blood when I was like 12 years old. Right. That's the only Rambo movie I've seen. We'll address that in just one moment. So, mm-hmm. um, so then, okay, so you have the dream and everything, and then you wake up the next morning, and then. Like, is it, is it still like a Christmas Carol? Are you like, oh my gosh, yeah. they, they did it all in one night. Like, I understand. You like run to your window and open the window and you're like, boy, what day is it? It's, it's Rambo day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's Tuesday. Person. You're like, they did it in one night. <laughs> he says, but like in the thing, he says like, buy me a goose because like, yeah. he's, he's all Jeez. excited for Christmas. So in this, I'd be all excited about Rambo. I'd be like, you want to watch Rambo with me <laughs> to, the, to the first person I see? Or, well, no, because you're all, so you, but you still want to do a Christmas Carol. So like, he threw him like a bag of money and was like, here, go buy me the biggest. Uh, Goose in this, so you throw them like grab like your credit card and like throw your credit card out the window and like go buy me an AK 47. 
and bring it back as quick as you can. And he's like, yes, sir. He's like, he's like, what? Like, I mean, I, don't, I guess maybe he does. Like, let's say he does and he brings it. And I'm like, now let's go. Oh, I thought he was tip. just your card. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, more, more than likely, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just ready to shoot some terrorists, but then I just never hear from him again. He comes back with like naked for on his grenades and everything. He's walking down the street. He's like, <laughs> where did you go? <laughs> where did you get that stuff? He's like, do you want this? Yeah. I'm like, I guess. Like, He's I like, kinda... I, I use your card. They apparently put you on several lists of some sort. <laughs> I'm like, I was super excited at the time when I yeah. said that, but I kind of forgot why. Yeah, I'm already kind of forgetting how the dream went. And now I got this kid <laughs> He's like, dream? <laughs> dreams huh <laughs> like when rocky showed me yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me about this he told me that like after i saw these visions that i would want to go out and buy a gun and shoot terrorists <laughs> or drug dealers or something yeah. or the guy's like i think i'm just gonna keep this <laughs> um swiss so uh rambo is a story about um uh green bray veteran who no he wasn't a veteran he was a well yeah he was ex green bray right yeah ex green bray i and believe they um so the first rambo movie is he's out of the war and he's basically just like walking he's a bum basically so he walks and he just like goes around i mean he's can like kill anyone in any situation with like any like every everything is a weapon to him and he's like is an amazing fighter and he survived through vietnam and he has like multiple presidential medals of honor and all these things. But now he's just like, he can't handle regular life because of all the horrors he's seen from war. So he just walks around and he goes into this town and the sheriff kind of kicks him out. And he's like, you know, drives him to the edge of town gives him a little bit of money and stuff. And he's like, we don't want your kind around here. And then Rambo's like, yeah, that doesn't sit well with me. So he walks through town again. And then the sheriff comes back and he's like, well, I thought I told you. And he ends up fighting him and they arrest him and they try to shave his head and stuff like you would with a prisoner or whatever. But then, um, so he ends up waging a one-man war against this small town in, like, where I don't even know where it is. But um, his commanding officer ends up coming back, and there's this really emotional scene at the end where he has a breakdown about all the guys that he saw die and everything. So that's what the first Rambo is about. And then after that, the government keeps coming back, and they're like, you know, they find more POWs that are still being held in Vietnam and I think other countries eventually, but mainly they concentrate on Vietnam the first couple of movies, I think. And they're like, Rambo, we need you to come back. And they re-enlist him, and he has to go into these jungles and uh, save these American POWs. Dude, and then, so, like, the first movie, he's pretty much just killing police and stuff in a, in a small yeah, town. Yeah, and they do some flashbacks to his days in the war and everything. But So it's a good thing that they that it was did well enough that they made sequels, because otherwise, like, Rambo would have kind of been, like, a bad guy if it was just the first it wasn't, movie. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that was something Sylvester Sloan did or if that was just the time. Because I remember the first time, it was one of those movies that, like, I always heard about growing up, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh. And then it was, like, the first time I saw, like, Rocky was probably later in life than most people did. And then mm -hmm. I finally went back and watched Rocky. And then I, you know, at the end of it and it's playing the music and everything, I was like, wait a minute, he lost like Rocky lost <laughs> yeah. the first bat, like the first movie yep. is, the, is the only one where he loses at the end. But yeah, he, and his final fight of the first Rocky movie, he doesn't win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, that, that I'm definitely more familiar with than Rambo. Like I said, I'm just kind of winging it on the Rambo thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely one of those. And there's a lot of movies like that, um, that I didn't watch until later in life. Like, um, Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro yeah. yeah, there's like that famous scene. And I always knew him. I always knew Robert De Niro as like a gangster actor, you know, like a mm -hmm. like mobster movies and stuff. And um, there's that one scene where he's like, you talking to me? There's no one else here. You must be. So in my head, that was always like some 
you know, equivalent to like the Godfather where he's like, we'll make him an offer. He can't refuse. So I uh-huh. always envision it as like this, um, just badass gangster until I've actually watched taxi driver. And it's like, no, he's a crazy person yeah. and he's talking to himself in a mirror. And yeah. I remember he's watching, just a very disturbed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was, so that was kind of like the same sort of feeling. Like when you watch Rambo or Rocky or anything, like I'm watching it and I'm like, wait a minute, that's the famous scene. He's talking to himself. He yeah. wasn't a badass at all. He was like literally insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's a, at any rate, I still think that's a classic though. Like, oh yeah. No, they're all, they're all classic movies. I yeah. love all those movies, but I don't know about like if Rambo would consider it a classic, but I mean, maybe, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, what, it's definitely, classic. it's definitely stood the test of time. Like people are still, mo- I think most, most of our audience is probably familiar with Rambo. Like we kind of just got off on the Rambo tangent, but I'm uh, like, talking just, about action movies. Yeah. Yeah. Just for our audience, I, I'm assuming that 99% of them know who Rambo is. Yeah. It's the best. Like, I guess you gave the little rundown too. So, and so. then by like the six, I think it was like the sixth movie, the most recent one, there was another, I think it's just called Rambo or something. Um, cause they all were Rambo first blood, Rambo first blood part two or something. I think the newest one is either called John Rambo or just as it's called Rambo, but he's like hugely insanely built. Like he looks like on steroids like crazy. And then, um, I haven't actually, I've only seen the trailers for that one, but people who have seen it said that it's almost like the equivalent of like watching a Saw movie because of the way mm. he kills these people like meticulously. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, now this is just like a horror yeah. snuff film. <laughs> but I remember one scene from the trailer is like, these guys are driving through. There's another thing where these, he has to go save missionaries in a jungle and um, they've got, you know, this guy's driving a Jeep and he's got a big mounted gun, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like supposed to be like you aim it over the back and you shoot at people as you drive around. But uh, in the trailer, I remember um, Rambo like gets on, he jumps down there, gets on the gun, and, like just turns it around and spins it right to the guy who's sitting in the driver's seat. I mean, this is a gun that's meant to like shoot tanks from like a mile right. away. And he's like, literally, like the barrels, like, you know, like inches from the guy's head. And he's just like, whoa. Oh, he's like, like turns him into like pink, left. pink mist. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even think I want the spirit of Rambo anymore. Like, <laughs> too late. Yeah, if all, if all that happened, I'd be like, because I mean, I don't want to be a bah humbug. <laughs> <laughs> a bah humbug Rambo. A Rambo humbug. But at the same time, like, that just didn't... It, it, like, the more you talk about Rambo, the less appealing it sounds to me to actually have the Rambo spirit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They all just are movies about a guy getting tortured in war. Yeah. Today is the first I've ever heard of Rambo. Oh, really? You know, really? Yeah. yeah. So, well, here's how crazy is this. In the late 80s, early 90s, um, after that description that I just gave you of the Rambo movies, someone, um, as they did with a lot of things in those days, was like, hey, this would make a great kids cartoon. <laughs> so I remember when me and Andy were growing up, like, one of the Saturday morning cartoons was Rambo. <laughs> and it, you know, like, showed him, like, coming in in a helicopter and it was like, John Rambo was, uh, but, you know, it was a lot more happier. It wasn't all about, like, yeah. torture and. There was no and, blood that I can remember. Yeah. It was, it was just more him. like G.A. Joe. Yeah, it was more G.I. Joe-ish. Mm. I remember that's why I have a Rambo toy because there was a Rambo TV show. So I have a Rambo like G.I. Joe style action figure. That's the one that I want the spirit of. I'm like, it's fine. Like <laughs> you can just put me in the cartoon. Rambo. Yeah. Like I don't need to see all this. Like, I don't know why you're showing me all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Like I was, I'm fine with being the cartoon Rambo. I mean, what would really suck is like, you know, that's kind of from our perspective, but like if I was one of these people, like some of them are just doing their job. Like a lot of people, the Rambo shoots, like probably mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, like Rambo shot somebody, that was like that person did not wake up that morning thinking like I'm just gonna terrorize people like that's my life right now. I'm, you know I'm just this badass dude that's like trying to in it for like all the wrong reasons. Oh, that's like, a good point. I wonder how many like when you see like the bad guy in an action movie like Rambo mm-hmm. or something, you see him and you know they're always sitting there like just looking like gross and dirty, and then they they're like like you know they they're made to look like a villain or whatever. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is you know 
as a viewer, you're watching the watching it happen, but how much of that is like how John Rambo would have perceived him? Oh, it's not like real. Like actually, they're all in like suits and dressed nice. Well, no, no, I mean they might still you know they live in the jungle and everything. So they, you know, or just not just Rambo, but any movie. But you know, like the bad guys, like you know, they they might they're, they're still the bad guys and everything. But you know, they're not sitting there like you know like carving hateful things yeah. and being like oh, I can't wait to kill America. I mean, that, that's a good they're point just, because like, have you ever seen that movie Five Hundred Days of Summer? With uh, it's got like um, uh, what is her name? Zoe Deschanel. Oh no, but I love that. It's show. really good. Yeah, she's like my favorite actress. But um, like it's a date. It's like a, um, it's a romantic comedy, and it's told like from the guy's perspective, like the uh-huh. guy that's like kind of falls in love with Zoe Deschanel, and like a lot of the movie is like not actually what's going on in real life. It's like his imagination of like how their relationship is. Okay. So that could be like how Rambo is. Like yeah. he imagines these people a certain way, but it's not like that. Yeah, I mean, still. They still have POWs, but that's what you do in war. You you capture prisoners and you keep mm. them, and then and he still kills them and they still fight. But but they're just not like you know all like you know kind of goblin looking like evil and everything. I mean yeah. it's, it's still all there, but you're seeing it more from his point of view. Yeah, like I think that what they need to do is the next Rambo movie. Like let's say they make another Rambo movie. Mm-hmm. Like cause they maybe they will. I mean they've made recent action movies. So, like it's literally like Rambo is the bad guy. Yeah, like this is from the perspective of like. You know, somebody like not even like the main villain, like just somebody who's like, because a lot of people like they might have got kidnapped or something like the Somali pirates and stuff like they right. weren't even they didn't even want to be there. Right. Like they just might have said, hey, I'll take like they looked at it. They found an ad online that says, like, do you want to like haul freight or something or work mm-hmm. on this ship? And they're like, sure. And the next thing they know, they're a pirate. Like that's kind of like, you know, this guy gets a he sees an ad that says, do you want to work in the jungle? You get paid a lot of money, you know, for these cutting down trees or whatever, making making paths in the forest. And they're like, sure. And he's like, oh, by the way, we've got to give you a gun just in case because there's bears and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And then you, the first thing you see is Rambo. Like, yeah. there's not a bear at all. And like there are prisoners or POWs or whatever, but it's a really big camp. Like he never mm-hmm. sees that part of it. He's like, he's a ditch digger. He's just out there. He's like, you know, I'm just yeah, doing but, my job. I live on like, the east side of the camp. <laughs> yeah. But then like next thing you know is like half the people he knew the whole time he was there are dead. Like they're all covered in blood. Yeah. He's just, or he's there. He hears like American, American. And he's like, he's like, why is everybody yelling about American? And then he like, sees like, he's like this kind of beefy guy with no shirt comes out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is that guy doing? And then everyone has machine guns. And he's like, well, luckily we all have machine guns. And he pulls out his bow and arrow because um, that was one uh, Rambo's famous for oh, yeah, the exploding, exploding tip. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like pulls out his bow and arrow, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, everybody here has machine guns and like other <laughs> stuff. Why does that guy? He's going to attack everybody. Like, first of all, why is he attacking? Second of all, why is he attacking with a bow and arrow? He's like an idiot." And all of a sudden, it's like, boom! One building blows up, and he's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so I just run. Yeah, like I just hope I'm faster. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess that happens sometimes in the Rambo movies. Like the bad, well, quote unquote, bad guys run away. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of sometimes how how it works out for him because he can't like I mean even Rambo he's not going to take out every single terrorist or kidnapper or whatever he's trying to take out like a lot of times he's taken out like half of them and the rest of them ran yeah like that's how he accomplishes his goal so I'd probably be the one that ran that ran but that but, would be good to like because like you're sitting around playing poker or something with your friends and all of a sudden like you know he's like comes out of the shadows and he's like sneaks up and like lets one guy start and you're like oh what happened why he would be like a horror film for those yeah, for no, those he, people. yeah he's like straight he's straight up like jason or something yeah. or even worse like freddy krueger yeah or hell or the pinhead from hellraiser yeah. that's where that's kind of what i would think yeah like that's how they see John him yeah like he sees them as kind of being scraggly and stuff like you were saying like in his mm-hmm. mind they're just all almost like subhuman sort of but to like the way they see him is like he looks like uh pennywise or like pinhead or something yeah. like that 
Like that's what I would see anyway. Like I would, like if I ran, like let's say I ran away and survived, and I got back to my village or whatever, and they'd be like, "Who did you see in the woods that scared you so bad?" Because I told them that I was really scared of this guy. Yeah, you and I wouldn't just like be a like demon from hell. Yeah, I wouldn't be like he just looked kind of like a Sylvester Stallone, but but with no shirt and like dirty. Yeah. I'd be like he was like a straight up like he looked like a human slash bear. Like yeah, a, like okay, forget about who I saw. Let's, let's say like me and my friends were sitting there playing poker, right? And then like I dropped my glass and I went down to pick it up. And when I sat up, two of them were dead. <laughs> Their throats were slit. Like there's just blood everywhere. So obviously I ran, and as I run, buildings just start exploding all around me. It was like literally a nightmare. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I'm go back. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and try to shoot them. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Like that one yeah. dude, they're like, yeah, I mean, this guy's got no chance. Like this yeah. guy's like. Jump, he's coming up out of the cut, like just with a handgun or something, trying to shoot Rambo. After he saw Rambo, like just mow through his whole, like yeah. his whole base or whatever. Yeah, he's like, let's see, there was just 50 people all around the trees. Everybody was shooting at him. Nobody apparently hit him. I mean, let me get so this now a shot. It. <laughs> yeah, see if I get lucky. <laughs> I'm a pretty good shot. No, it's not worth it. Like, I don't, you know, there's nothing that they're doing out there that's worth that. Like, I'd be like, man, I did not come out of here for this. And it, I mean, the thing, like, the weird thing is, you would almost, because he is in the movies, he's like basically superhuman, like mm-hmm. in, at least in terms of the luck. Like you just saw like 20 of your friends shooting at this guy, just unloading on this guy. And like, he's like 50 yards away, no cover or anything. He's just running yeah. at running at him and they're all shooting at him and he doesn't get hit. I would assume that he's like, I wouldn't be like, Oh, that's a normal dude. That's just lucky. I'd be like, he's some kind of ghost or like you yeah. know, demon or something. No, definitely. And here's the other thing about action movies. And this is action movies in general, not just Rambo, but um, every like. But we can use Rambo as an example. But also, you know, it was a really good example of this. If you go back and watch um, RoboCop, it was one of the scenes where, like, I think RoboCop comes in, and there's like the guy who you know sat there and shot him with a machine gun, like, yeah. and then um, you know, like the sound effects. So you know what I was talking <laughs> about? <laughs> but uh, the, when he goes back, and there's they're in this warehouse, and everyone's running around doing stuff. But it's the same with Rambo. Same with whenever the stuff happens, and the main action guy shows up, and he's um, starts attacking the the final base of of bad guys or whatever, and there's explosion stuff happening. But all these people are running around, and every it's just like all the stuff's happening in the background. That you know they just tell the extras like you know just like run around and do this, yeah. and you run and like just type <laughs> on that keyboard. And there's all this stuff happening in the background, and then you're like, what is what is everyone doing? There's one person. Like what is <laughs> why is there's everybody's running around shooting and doing all this stuff? There's like like with Robocop or or with Rambo or anything. It's like there's one place you should all be concentrating on. It's yeah. taking this one guy out. Like what is you know there's all this stuff happening in the background. I've never understood that. I'm like, like what is everyone doing? That, that's the first thing I do. Like let's say I get hired to work at this base. So the first thing I do, I'd be like, man, somebody's gonna pull a Rambo. Mm-hmm. Like we're just gonna, we have to assume that at some point while we're here, this dude's just gonna come up out of the woods and start shooting us. None of us is gonna be able to hit him. We're gonna all panic. Like I would come up with a plan. I'd be like, okay, like this is like some dude comes in, like don't panic. Like the first thing is don't panic because that's when everything, like all hell breaks loose, is mm-hmm. when everyone starts panicking and starts running around. I'd be like, no, it's a hu- it's a regular human being. Like he comes in. You split up. Don't all stand in the same corner because you're all just going to get shot. Like he can. Like if you're all in the same like line of sight in his line of sight, he's just going to mow everybody down. Like spread oh, out. One, one bomb will hit behind you guys, and you'll go. Ugh. Yeah, like first step, spread out. Very first step. Right. Like spread way out. Like don't even get be in the same room where he's breaking into. Like run. Like basically run. Be like, yo, like, where are you guys? You know, like, kind of communicate by radio or whatever, and be like, I'm over here. And be like, we're all gonna okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's if the. If you use some sort of logic, then yeah, you could obviously yeah. Uh, but the, take the down first the step is to get away from them to to make to come up with a plan. Like regroup. Don't just stand there and like try to shoot them. Regroup. 
come up with a plan like so you can calm down like don't don't let your adrenaline get the best of you like get, get out of there get out of there as fast as you can because this dude obviously will just mow us all down get out of there take a deep breath and then like you know communicate and then converge. But that would be like in the real world scenario. But I would think, so if I knew that I was like, if that started happening, I would automatically think that I'm like, I'm probably in some sort of like movie type scenario where yeah. this guy is like unbeatable and everyone, I think I would do, I would kind of like how in Seinfeld, George Costanza always said, um, when he goes to work, he just looks really upset. And he said, he just looks really upset all day and everyone thinks he's really busy because he just walks around looking like he's really annoyed. And they're like, man, that guy is really working hard. Mm-hmm. I would kind of take that like as soon as a Rambo or something, like if I worked at some sort of a camp where something bad was happening like that, or if you were kidnappers or whatever, I would take the stance of, um, you know, once the Rambo guy or something crashed through the window, I would not attack him at all because that's mm. just going to be a death sentence. But I would start running around doing stuff in the background and just like randomly run around, like, you know, like just running, like maybe reloading a gun, then run over uh. and like start typing on the computer randomly and then just be like, oh, and running this way, but not ever <laughs> interact with the actual person. And then at the end of it, if you survive, then, you know, if they go back and watch the footage or if they talk about, like, what happened and what went wrong and the, the main leaders are like, this is, they would see you, like, running around doing all this stuff and they'd be like, you are an exemplary soldier of this army. Like, you clearly were, you know, involved in the fray because we can see you running around in the background doing things. So you think that's why Rambo got, gets as far as he does because everyone thinks that? And they're like, yeah, let's, let's not really shoot it. No, he gets that far. Let's pretend we're busy. Green Beret. Yeah, that's true. I think it's, I think part of it, I think you have to chalk part of it up to the failure on the part of the people in the base. Like, yeah. I don't think it's all Rambo. What I think the Rambo movies, I hate, you know, I hate to say this to people who are fans of them. It's less about what Rambo did right mm-hmm. and more about what like the hundred people in the base did wrong. Yeah. Like, that's, his, that's really how he gets to where he, as far as he does. Yeah. I don't hear that. Yeah. So, and that's what I would say. That'd be like the first thing I'd say if I'm in that base. I'm like, look, it's more about what we got to do right this time. Like, we can't just, you know, we can't just screw this. Like, we can't F this up. Right. In a real life scenario. But the problem with yeah. being in a Rambo scenario is that you're still in a movie and he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the movie, though, because <laughs> if this was happening to me, it would be real life. Right. But that's what I mean. So, in a real life scenario, if like one guy came in and he was just like, oh, it'd be like, boom. And then he's like, oh man, that was, what was that guy's deal? <laughs> you know, like the first person shoots him and he fall down dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have a short movie. Yeah. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> but that, so, but if you were doing that and even if you did that and like you coordinate everyone and like, all right, communicate, communicate. And like everyone's shooting. You're like, no, why is nobody hitting this guy? Like I've been, we do target practice every day. Like I can shoot a cigarette, but off of a, you know, Coke bottle from a hundred yards away. Why can I not hit this guy? He's huge. And then, um, yeah, after a while, I think it would just break it down into chaos. Like once everyone's like, nobody can stop this guy. Yeah. I mean, if, if he's not even wearing a shirt, like, <laughs> not only that, but we've been like literally torturing him in like leech pits for the last three months and he <laughs> escaped by accident. And now he's literally killing everybody. Like, I don't even think he's eaten in a month. <laughs> like, how is he so strong? I didn't even have any water. <laughs> yeah. He just had rainwater that like dripped off of a tree. Yeah, I mean, if it got to that point, like, you know, obviously I would try to implement like an actual plan and not panic. But if it if if this if the SHIT hits the fan mm-hmm. and this this dude just mowing people down, nobody's acting right. Like nobody's actually coming together and like there's no kind of plan going on. Mm-hmm. I'm just out of there. I'm not yeah. gonna be like I'm not, it's not gonna be Book another it. another like little nail scratch on his like whatever you know however however he records the number of dead by people he kills it's not gonna be another like statistic i'm get, i'm getting out of there like i know the jungle better than he does i'm just gonna start running yeah. he's not gonna go after one dude he's not gonna be like you know what 
I, I rescued all the POWs. Now let me hunt down this random dude who's yeah. ran off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> he would come back home. So that's how you, that's how you get out of that. Or unless he was like, yeah, like you were like the one who was trying to plan things and he just didn't die. And then like, so you like book it and you run and then like you make it almost all the way to your village and all like, you like, take a breath. And then like behind you, you're like, Oh, you, you seem pretty good at making plans. And you're like, Oh no. <laughs> But if it's the movie, like that, it would never go down that way in the actual Rambo movie. Though, like he's not just—it's like a two-hour movie. He spends like the first hour, like saving the day and everything. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you rescued the POWs. Then he spends another hour just tracking down this one dude that ran off into the jungle. He checks out each dude. Like he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a series. Yeah. It's like five movies later. He's like, oh, this guy just—he went to Singapore. <laughs> Not even like a main guy at all. He's like, I gotta kill everyone who is in this base. Yeah. Like, I just track them by foot. Like, I could, because he's like a super good at everything. He's like, I just literally tracked these dudes' feet. He went, he got in a boat, like, like bunked it down the river. Like, this was way like, I'm. Not, this is like a year later. He came back and talking to figure this out because footprints. he's been down everybody else. Yeah, he yeah. Can still see their footprints. He can like smell them. He's like a, he's like a, um, a bloodhound. Yeah. But like that's ra- like Rambo Nine mm-hmm. killing like random dude number five that had like was in the movie for like two seconds. Yeah. Like he he ends up hunting them down. Like he's on a boat just in the middle of the Pacific. And eventually he starts backtracking um, to people before he was like in the POW camp or before anything. Like eventually it goes back in like his real life. And after a while, he's just a serial killer. <laughs> it's just like hunting down people that he's met. Rainbow 25. Yeah. It's like the guy who runs a convenience store when he was a kid. <laughs> like that's what they, they never even did anything to him. Yeah. I was thinking you meant like the people that were actually in the no, I mean, like He starts going back through his this whole life. Anyone people. he's met. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's pretty dark. That's pretty dark for Rambo. Yeah, he's killed like thousands and thousands of I like people. To think of him, I like to think of him as at least a decent guy. Yeah. He just gets a little pumped sometimes, like a little too, he gets a little too much adrenaline. I mean, he's going to still be a decent guy. He just kills a lot of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think killing the convenience store guy. Is like, <laughs> unless he did something bad. You never know. <laughs> that's why he kills him. He's like, this guy might, he might be a bad guy. <laughs> He didn't give him the right new ports pack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. He gives him the right new ports pack, and he's like, smoking isn't good for you. Why are you selling me cigarettes? You trying to kill me? <laughs> he's like, you yeah. asked for it. <laughs> but he has to come back and kill him, though, because yeah. otherwise it's too fast. Yeah. Like, it's just when one day Rambo, because, like, they ran out of ideas for the movie, so it's like one day Rambo just decided to go back into his past and start killing people. Yeah. Like, that, otherwise, like, if he does that from the get-go, then, like, he's a villain. No, yeah, it's after he killed, like, all of the people in the communist country. Yeah. And then he's still, he's like, I got to taste he's your like blood a, now. So yeah, he's going yeah. back and killing, like, everybody he's ever met. That's brutal. I know. Because it's way, way worse than, like, Friday the 13th. Because, like, Jason from Friday the 13th, like, he's a, it's a horror movie. If, if no, Everyone, I think, is familiar with Friday the 13th. But basically, like, this dude's pretty slow. Like, I mean, if you fall down or something or, like, you're, you know, you stop paying attention, he might sneak up behind you. But usually he's pretty slow. I'd way rather be chase have Jason trying to hunt me down than Rambo trying to hunt me down. Yeah, because not because like, Jason will he might kill you or he probably will kill you, but uh, there's still a chance that you could get away from him because he is still the monster and the bad guy. Like if John Rambo started killing people and then you're watching it and you're like, wait, why why is this guy killing store clerks like in <laughs> Chicago? What is happening? And then you know the people who made it, they're like, because he's a goddamn American hero, <laughs> and like you couldn't anything he does he. So he's like, so, so he's got that, that plot. He's got the plot armor. Yeah, like Jason man. doesn't have plot armor. No, Jason's an undead monster. John Rambo's a, 
American treasure. Yeah, like if I'm fight, if I'm up against Jason and I'm the last survivor of the group, then mm-hmm. I've got plot armor. Like they're not going to let everyone get wiped out. So like That's basically, true. if you're with a group of people and Jason comes out of the woods kill and he kills all your friends, then you're safe because yeah. he can't kill everybody. Like That's you know. what I'm saying. So like as soon as you're like out camping or something, and all of a sudden someone's like, oh my God, Jason Voorhees. And then like, so he's killing people. Then yeah, just start stabbing me, like shooting everyone. And you're like, Jason, I'm the last one. It's just me. <laughs> That's how you survive. Yeah. Man. With Rambo, it's not like that. Like Swiss. And he just solved how to survive a horror film. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you just got to be the last one. Yeah. But Wait, you, have, the, to, you no, have to know what about, how, what about the second movie? Where well, you go, like, usually you're not, the same person wouldn't be in the next one. If you're uh, in the second movie, you're in a mental hospital. Because like usually that's if, if someone survives a horror movie to the end and they show up in a later movie in that franchise they were just in a straight jacket in a mental hospital like rocking up against the wall and they're like how did you how'd you do it how'd you beat him how did you beat freddie so you'd rather be mentally insane no i mean i'd be fine oh i'd be okay like i'm not going like if i had to fight jason that'd be that's a normal day for me yeah but I but just, you're in the you said well, in the next movie you're going to be so in a mental part, hospital that's part of it that's part of the lessons learned here that's part of the lessons learned here from watching horror movies not only do you want to be the last survivor of your group because that makes you guaranteed to make it to the end but also like don't let it stress you out. Like, don't let it get you. Like, uh, don't let it psych you out to where you end up in a mental hospital. Pretend it's a regular day. Be like, yeah, this is fine. I've done. Like, this is not, like I woke up. Third time this a, week. Had breakfast. Now Jason's trying to kill me. Like, it's all good. Like, you got to have yeah. that mindset going into it. Same thing with with Rambo. Like, if you're one of the people in the jungle, in the jungle, like, don't don't just don't panic. Like, don't freak out. Yeah. Like Rambo doesn't freak out. Like, you got to have his mindset. Well, because he he's got uh, he's not gonna die. It wouldn't be a Rambo movie if he died would, today. I wonder what would make him that scared, though. Those spiders. Yeah, he's free, he freaks out. When he sees, no, I think there's some, maybe he gets scared of not killing. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he's just on the bus, like, he's like, man, it's been a while. It's been, like, a week since he's... Like, no, no, he, like, shoots someone, but they didn't die. Like, that, that piece of, he's <laughs> That's like, a ah! nightmare. <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a it's ghost. A freaking zombie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he shot him and he lived. <laughs> yeah, because his whole life... Uh, that would probably be what he thinks. He's like, everyone I've ever shot, one shot, one one bullet always kills people, right? That's how bullets work. And then like, <laughs> to him. yeah, and then, like first person he shoots like hits in the shoulder, and they're like, oh, and they get up, and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> they're a like, zombie. They're like, yeah. but Rambo, that happens to you all the time. They're like, yeah, <laughs> you've been shot like fifty times and lived. He's like, but that's different. Not <laughs> <laughs> me. My skin's I'm bulletproof. I'm the star of this. Are they green berets? I don't think so. Well. Yeah, he like freaks out. They're like, Rambo was wrong. He's like, that guy, I killed him and he got back up. They're like, what? No, you shot him in the shin. He's like, no, I killed him. I shot him. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I, I shot him. He's dead. But he got up. That's my point. <laughs> Why are you not freaked out by this? It's like the 25th person you shot in the last five minutes. I'm kind of more freaked out by that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at, we were yeah. just. But I'm doing this for shopping. America. Yeah. <laughs> well, um,. Outside of uh, Rambo, mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about Rambo in our <laughs> episode about action movies. Um, what was another action movie that you're a fan of? Um, is, does uh, John Wick? John Wick would be an action movie, yeah. Have you seen John Wick? I've, I've seen, like... I've I, only seen the first. I think I've seen the second one. Yeah, how many are there now? I think uh, I've only seen four? the first one. Yeah, four. Mm, I've yeah. only seen the first and second one. Yeah, not only, I haven't even seen the second one. I think I've seen the first one. There's a scene in the first one that, like always bother me they're like they're like in a like subway or something or 
I don't know. They're walking through, and John Wick's chasing this guy, and he has, like, a silenced pistol, and he just starts shooting, but they're, like, in a crowd of people, and the people don't react. I'm like, that's not how guns work. Like, you can't just shoot a silenced pistol. It still makes a noise. But maybe it doesn't make a noise that they recognize as, like, a gun noise. Yeah, but it still does. I w- you know what I would do in that situation? Like, um, I would have, a like, one of those old-school, like, 80s boom boxes mm-hmm. to mask the noise so, I'd, so that you just think I'm playing, like, music. I would just cough over it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's still pretty loud. <laughs> I call for the loud. Yeah, I don't no, want to do it in the no. microphone. Oh. In case you have headphones, but yeah, I'd be coughing it'll, loud. It'll blow the microphone up. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a, what is it? Oh, he like, doesn't he stab somebody with a pencil? I know, he stabs a lot of people with everything. Yeah, but I was like crazy when he was one thing, um, John Wick, the, from my understanding, is that most people who are, you know, good with actual weapons and fighting and have been trained and stuff, because Keanu Reeves, you know, everyone talks about how much training he went through and everything, but from from what I've seen on YouTube and stuff and things I've read, like people who watch John Wick say that, like, the fight scenes and stuff and that are just insanely accurate, accurate yeah. to how, I mean, not so much why John Wick would be so strong and stuff because when like when you look I don't know because I've seen all four of them and by the, if you look back at it like the in ridiculous amount of people that he's killed and been shot and all the things that he's done like the whole sequence of the four movies takes place uh, like in a very short period of time yeah so like you're watching it and you know it's like there's one came out and then the year or two later the next one and then there was a space you're like oh man John Wick's coming up. but really if you watch them all in order and yeah, like the whole thing takes place in less than a two-week time period, and he's the, his death count and the injuries that he sustained are insane. That someone would go through all that in that period of time. Doesn't like the first one end with him like getting another dog and like limping or whatever. Like he's like all beat up and he has like another dog. I don't remember if he got another dog. Uh, Dude, that. the uh, <laughs> the fourth John Wick movie, like his suit is um, some sort of Kevlar fi- um, fabric. So it like feels it's like all comfortable like a suit, but it's you know bullets don't penetrate it, but it still hurts him like a like a bulletproof vest, you know, like it's still it's not like bullets just bounce off you like your Superman or something. I mean, it's still it doesn't penetrate it, but it still feels like someone kicked you in the chest or whatever. Mm. And he's like spends the majority of the movie, um, like sort of grabs like the bottom of it and kind of like holds it up like you know Dracula style over his face and like he's because I think the fourth movie is the first time when he has this type of suit or something i mean mm-hmm. like literally like almost the whole movie spent like just like putting it covering his face with this thing and then like running around shooting it is insane how much he gets shot still <laughs> like so i mean that's yeah that's where the kind of strains like credulity is like he didn't get shot before he had that but then he's got that and he's like he's up against people that can aim better or maybe he's just not trying as hard to not get shot because he knows that he can handle it yeah but I mean, just action movies in general, like, it seems like it's kind of, it's kind of stretching, you know, the, the boundaries of what is believable. Some of them where they just get shot at constantly, like you got like 50 dudes or 20 dudes, like just within like 50 yards of you just shooting, 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 and you don't get hit. But, um, like at the same time, like, you know, sometimes I'll read in the news and stuff, like there was a shootout, like on this, down the street or whatever, you know, the police recovered, like 500 bullet casings and like one person got injured or something like that's true yeah so i, I mean, think it is pretty insanely hard to actually hit stuff it, yeah when you're shooting yeah and especially if you're like trying not because if like if i'm in a shootout like i mean obviously i'm not like a war veteran or anything i don't know how this is for real for real but like i would assume if i'm in a shootout my main priority is to not get shot rather than to shoot somebody well, i think that's why there's so many shell casing and stuff is because people 
you know, you get behind yeah, a car yeah. or a tree and you're not sitting there. You're just like, you know, you reach around the corner and just like shoot, 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 and keep shooting in the direction where, you know, the person that you're shooting at is. Yeah. And hope that if you shoot 500 times, eventually you're going to hit them. But yeah, that's how I think would be one of the main reasons why people don't get shot in in actual gunfights is because no one really wants to get shot. So yeah. everyone's just hiding and shooting yeah, around the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, like, I mean, I guess it's different in some action movies where you can, like, the main character, well, I guess this is what this is why the main character usually survives, is, like, he might be out in the open, mm-hmm. but if everyone else is just hiding around the corner trying to shoot at him, they're still not going to hit him because they're not really, like, they're not willing to get out there to, like, aim right. and stuff. They're yeah, still, so like, yeah, I figured out a long time ago, like, whenever a gunfight happens, like, I can literally just, you can stand there. No one's going to hit you because yeah. no one's out here, like, no one's aiming, and then you have time, and you can take time and aim. Be like, all right, there's his his head, boom, all right, and then you just take him out one at a time, and slowly it's less and less people shooting at you. Yeah, so I guess the action hero approach kind of makes sense in that way. Um, but it, well, then you have movies like Desperado, where there was that one scene where he was up on the uh, on the bar, and like everyone in the bar like pulled out guns and started shooting at him. And it's like, dude, everybody was like, no one's hiding, no one's anything. Everyone's within like ten feet of this guy, and everyone's <laughs> shooting. And Antonio Banderas is just kind of doing like this, ooh, ah, like, oh no, 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 like. <laughs> Running until he gets to the edge of the bar and like jumps behind it or something. I was like, oh my gosh! I think, I think I read something where that that movie is one of the most, like highest. Um, you know, someone went through and counted how many times he got shot at where it wasn't there was nothing explaining why he wouldn't have gotten shot except for the fact that he just didn't get shot because he's Antonio Banderas. But I mean, like people with like point blank just shooting at him constantly and like nothing's hitting him. Yeah, I mean, I guess people, like, in real life, I guess it's possible for people that to get that lucky. Like, that's really what sets some action heroes apart from the general public, like, more than anything else, like, more than their skills or anything like that. They're just, like, super lucky. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's true with a lot of movies. Like, you're just, like, that lucky to not get shot. Like, the chances of you being that lucky, like, in that situation and just everyone missing are extremely small. But at the same time, the, the one person that that manages to be that lucky that's the one that gets the movie made about him because yeah. no one wants to move, watch a movie where someone was like nah, didn't have that kind of luck and just got shot like really quick yeah so you it's just it's not that they're it's not that it's impossible to be that lucky just it's they made the movie of it because he's that lucky it's not that he's that lucky because he's in the movie so every movie every major gunfight or something has someone that's that long like let's say you're like the gods of movies or something yeah. you just look like you live in the world of in the fictional world of movies and you sit there waiting for a huge gunfight and then you're like okay now just go back and see who survived and that's the guy all right he's the one we make the movie about exactly yeah yeah like he's if you're the hero. yeah if you're making a war movie like the one guy that make that survives the war movie to the end like you know there might be a thousand people running across this field or whatever everyone's getting shot you know, and this is like the re- real life. Like this happens in real life. Like you know, there's just thousands of bullets flying. Everyone's getting shot. One dude makes it. Like that actually happens sometimes. That one dude that made it is the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that he's he's you know, it's not that you're going out of your way to make this dude extra lucky because you're making a movie about him. Like there's there's people that are that lucky. So like John Wick, um, Antonio Banderas, like they just happen to luck out. Like sometimes real people do, and that's why they're in the movie. That's why they're the star of the movie. Aren't um. Most like quite a few like war movies are based off like true stories of people that really survived wars. Yeah, yeah, people. I mean, because it, it's just like the it's it's more qual. It's just the quantity. Like, there's so many people that, are, that find themselves in that situation in a war. Like, there's just like hundreds of thousands of people out there getting shot at in a war. So someone is going to get crazy lucky. That's just statistics. Yeah. Someone is just going to have like 
a hundred bullets come within a foot of them and still make it. Like, so that's like, that's the Antonio Banderas in the one situation. That's the Bruce Willis is like, you know, someone else might've tried to like climb up through Nakatomi Plaza and take out all these terrorists and got shot. But like he made it. That's why it's a movie. Like no one wants to make a movie about like dude that got shot on the first floor. That's what it'd be called. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he got shot on the first floor. He barely made it through the door. He's got gunned down. Christmas party gone wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a Christmas like a Christmas movie. Huh? Is it? Do you it's think called, it's, a it's called movie? the Bad Christmas when I got shot? That's the name of it. <laughs> do you think it's a Christmas it's movie? Like, it, goes, it goes to Christmas past comes to you. It goes to Christmas teacher. He's like it's Rambo. Yeah, like I'm going to bed. Like I got my candle and stuff, and I lay down and go to bed. And Rambo comes to me and he's like, like, "Do you want to find out about how you get shot on the first floor of Tommy Plaza?" And I'm what? like, "No, really." I'm good. Can I just go to bed? Like, how is this relevant to anything? He's like, this is going to make you want to be Bruce Willis. He's the ghost of Christmas present. You're like, what are you doing here? He's like, I came to show you how you get shot on Christmas. You're like, what it is Christmas? He's like, shoot. <laughs> Yup. <laughs> can I just... Shoots you in your bed. Can I just not get shot on Christmas? <laughs> yeah, you can try. As <laughs> <laughs> I try to run out, I jump out the window. And and then you're being chased by a ghost the rest of the movie. <laughs> like I go to my mom's house. I'm like, I'm doesn't this all happen? Like, like, to shoot me. Isn't like the ghost of Christmas past and stuff? Doesn't that happen in your like dream? Kind of, but not really. Like, like they don't. Yeah. Like so then, like how? <laughs> but let's say this is real life. Like Rainbow cut, tried to tell me all that. Like he oh, about how he just comes in your... Yeah, okay. That's what we were saying earlier. Um, there's, it's debatable whether or not it actually happened to Scrooge or whether or not it um, was all a dream. Yeah, like, I mean, there's there'd be clues, though. Like, it was all obvious. a dream, then that almost makes the whole thing irrelevant. Like, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, kind of, but, but, like, what about, like, okay, so, like, he goes to sleep, and it's, like, he, like, immediately gets woken up by, like, uh, spirit or whatever. He's not, he's, and he's, like, up all night. Mm-hmm. Until and he was up all the day before. He would probably be tired, wouldn't he? Right. So he'd be, he would know based he on how tired he is. <laughs> he's yeah. like, like, I mean, he's been up for a whole day, practically. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good clue. Like, really, in in the Christmas Carol, there's no real. Well, I guess there are real clues to whether or not it, that he could he could figure out whether or not it was real because like he could go to Bob Cratchit's house and be like, Hey, I know what you were eating for dinner last night because I saw you when the Ghost of Christmas Present took me there. Like, right. And they do that though. In this, yeah, I guess he, well, he does go to his house, yeah. yeah he does go to his house, and he does make, um, in every iteration of it, like in Scrooged, um, you know, when he when Bill Murray has his breakdown on camera or whatever, and he's like, and, you know, whatever my brother's name is, uh, it was my 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 secretary sent mm-hmm. you the VCR or whatever he said. I sent you bath towels or something, and everyone likes, how did he know that? Oh, that's right. They do something like that in a Scrooge always makes some sort of a comment. Like when he shows up at Bob Cratchit's house, even in the oldest one, he says something along the line, you know, like to like his wife or something, you know, like, and everyone kind of like, cause he makes a reference to something they said the night before. And everyone's kind of like, what did he just say? Uh, so <laughs> like, they do prove that it's not a dream. Then. Yeah. I so, think, so, in but, my but, opinion, I mean, it could, it could be a dream. Well, I mean, if, <laughs> if he has that knowledge, that inside knowledge of the stuff that he was shown, then, then that makes it harder to make the case for it being a dream. Well, couldn't it, but it couldn't it be came in to a him, dream? The spirits like, came to him. It could have been, he could have been in a dreamlike state. Yeah. Or he could still be dreaming. And that's why he knows what they yeah. had for dinner or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he's been he just died. Life. He's in a mental institution. Yeah. He's like, no, that's real. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Do you have a favorite uh, action movie franchise? Um, I like. I mean, I like the Die Hard movies a lot, but I'm Die also Hard's a big good. fan of like um, the Jack, like Jackie Chan yeah, Jet, Jet Li movies, uh, the um, the le- the Lethal Weapon ones. 
Oh, weapons are so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are freaking awesome. So would you, I, mean, I know Jackie Chan is kind of in a league of his own that you just call them Jackie Chan movies, but would you consider kung fu movies action movies or would you just consider those kung fu movies? Um, Yeah, I guess they're a subset of action movies. Okay. I think Dude. the only like Jackie Chan thing I've ever seen is the animated TV series. Have you oh. ever seen a Jackie Chan movie? No, I don't. I've no, never seen, seen Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Nights or he, Rush Hour. He does the mm-hmm. whole thing about oh, Jackie Chan is he does his own stunts in the movies. He doesn't do his no, own. No, I know. In, he doesn't do his own stunts in the cartoon. You don't know that. That's not really Jackie Chan doing stunts. You don't know that. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm not even. They could have had him like like uh, do it, and then they like use it as a reference. They, like they literally had him do everything he does in the cartoon. Yeah, and use it as a reference um, for the animators. No, that seems uh, that seems kind of unnecessary. Well, dude, so you've ah, and you need to switch. You got to go back and watch some. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not even talking about like his actual kung fu things. Like, I think Rumble of the Bronx was his first American. Oh, movie, that right? might be the, my favorite still. To this day. I don't know, dude. For so him, good. Um, Shanghai Noon. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Gosh, I, I love know. those movies I, so I, much. I think Rumble of the Bronx might be my favorite. Um, I haven't seen Die Hard either. Oh, Die Hard's freaking good. Actually, I've seen like the beginning part, like right before the guys come. Yeah, so what made you be like, oh, that's enough. I've seen enough. I got tired. Oh, he fell asleep. <laughs> he fell asleep at Die Hard. No, I, I Die turned Hard. the movie off and went oh. to sleep. Oh, <laughs> I get pumped up watching Die Hard. I couldn't fall asleep watching that. <laughs> so well, I didn't. I didn't fall asleep watching it. I I'm turned saying, it I off and get fell tired asleep. Watching it. Oh, like, but what I don't get, like, you turn it on, like, you clearly had the intention of watching all of it. Like, when you turned it on, you weren't just like, I'm going to watch the beginning of Die Hard and then go to bed. Yeah, but I didn't. Re- I didn't realize how you, late it was. Like, I think it was like eleven. You were like, I'm going to watch all of Die Hard. I think it was like eleven, but it must not have been that late. If you if you said you were going to watch all of it, you said to yourself you're going to watch all of it. Well, yeah. So then you started watching, and you're like, you know what? This is just not for me. I'm going to bed. That's basically what happened. No, it's fine. You can say it. I mean, no. I was like, I like. I, it was like it was pretty late, and then I turned it on, and then started watching. I was like, because it starts. Do out I want to get? It starts out a little slow. Like they don't get into the main action for like yeah, at least like, like but, twenty minutes. But then I was like sitting there. I was like, do I really want to get into an action movie this late? I see. So After kind of you started, you yeah. asked yourself that. Yeah. I, I I guess I didn't ask myself. I, I guess I started playing it. Mm. I think you're going to get visited by the ghost of Bruce Willis' past, present, <laughs> future. He's going to yeah, be dude. disappointed for me. Mm-hmm. The past is me not watching it. The present just, is me not watching <laughs> it. And the future all you're going to see is just him standing over the bed, like shaking his head, like, mm. he's like not going to actually interact with you, really. Does it all happen in not, one night? He would, like the, he would say you're not worth his time. <laughs> Does the future, uh, past, present, and future all happen in yeah, one night? Yeah, it's all one night. It's all the same night. Or I, I didn't. Uh, I thought it was separate nights. No, it's no, just back to back. Days. Yeah, I mean, there's no past, present, and future. It's just that yeah, it all takes place in one day, one evening. And then at the end, like you're falling, you're like the dude, like Hans, whatever, that's falling off of the, the yeah, Hans Gruber. Like yeah, that's kind of like when he, when he goes into his grave, like in the uh, Christmas Carol. You're like falling off the building. You're like, no, I'll change. I'll change. I'll watch that hard. <laughs> yeah, die hard. Uh, I, I think the only one I haven't seen is one with his. No, I've seen them all. Freaking Lethal Weapons, though. I forgot how good Lethal Weapons are. When's the last time you watched oh, a Lethal Weapon movie? It's, um, Never. It's been, I saw one in the theater. Like the one, I think Jet Li was in one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the one with Jet Li in the theater. That I remember really our friend Gary, who was like really into Jet Li and Kung Fu and everything, he got so mad at the fact that, spoilers, um, Whoa. Uh, Myrtle and Riggs actually killed Jackie Chan's character, or uh, Jet Li's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, yeah, dude, that 
I mean, they're, they're, that's their movie. Yeah, yeah. like of course they're. <laughs> it's not like Lethal Weapon Four, the Jet Li movie. Yeah, Lethal Weapon Four. Like, I mean, Jet those Lee guys wins. are awesome, but we can't let Jet Li die. <laughs> he's yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, he's got his own movies where he lives to the end. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of Jet Li movies where he survives, and he was pretty amazing in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty badass. I think he just kind of slipped up. I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah, that the the first time they fight Jet Li in that movie, Swiss. Um, they go to they're kidnapping uh, Murtaugh's family, and they just starts like they they fight a couple of the guys that are with him as henchmen, and then they get to Jet Li, and he's just like you know like he's faster than the I can follow kicks. He's like kick kick kick, and like kicks one of the grabs um, uh, Riggs's gun, and he's like just does like a and the whole gun falls into pieces, and then he's like what the and then at the end of the movie when um, they've beaten everybody, and then they're standing on like this big burning bridge over the ocean. Or, you know, like a dock, not a bridge, but like a dock out of the ocean. And they're like, hey, uh, or he's like, just, you know, come on, man, we're retiring. Like, let's just let it go, let it go. And um, Mel Gibson's character is like, yeah, I'll let it go. And he's like, but how do you take my gun apart in one move like that? And then Myrtle, Danny Glover's character is like, all right, let's go ask him. And they go back and they have this big fight and he ends up getting shot underwater. But that scene made Gary so mad. He was like, there's no way. That Jet Li was killing everybody up to that moment. And I was like, well, dude, I mean, it's Riggs and Myrtle. Rig, Rig, um, Riggs and Myrtle. Like, you know, it's their movie. Like, But, yeah. Uh, Lee the Weapon is really freaking good. I guess I haven't really seen that many action movies. I'm trying to think. Um, John Wick. Mm-hmm. I think they need to make a like a, a John Wick where um basically uh, Rambo retires and then John Wick takes over. I think because you can imagine like that if you're like in the like let's say you're in the jungle like you got a bunch of POWs in your base camp and like you're like man I bet Rambo like he's gonna be here any minute like we're so ready. Yeah, it's just John Wick. Yeah, and then John Wick shows up. I think that might be more scary. Yeah, I'd run. Like, that'd be my main concern, honestly. Like, if you're like, you, you know, let, let, we need you to work in our base camp in this jungle, like, where these this POWs are. I'm like, that's like Rambo territory. Like, I'm not even... And Rambo doesn't show up. It's John Wick. <laughs> yeah. But either way, like, I don't even want to be there. I'm like, no thanks. I'm good. Well, Rambo is a dude, but, I mean, John Wick is like, like, if he went there with the intention of killing, like, there, it wouldn't be, like, all the, like, the explosions and everything. It would just be, like, they it wake up the next dead. morning and everybody in the camp would be dead. Yeah. Because yeah, he's, like, he's... The, the hitman that hitmen tell their kids about if they want them to eat their vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd get out of there as soon as I knew anything was going down. Does Baby Driver count as an action movie? I have never seen it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't know. I mean, it's pretty action. Like honestly, I'd be texting people. Because you don't know, like with John Wicks, you, you don't know if, if the other people have been killed yet. Like, you don't know if he's making his way through the building, like killing people, right? So, like, I've, periodically I'd be like texting people. I'd be like, this, did this dude look like Keanu Reeves kill you or any of your friends? Like, are you aware that he's here? Like, I'd just be checking up on him. You send out, like, I'd an like, Amber Alert? Like, I wouldn't even ask, like, you, uh, hey, are you alive still? Like, I'd just be like, hey, like, do you want to get some pizza later? Because I just want to know. I just want to see some kind of response. You know, that way I know, like, if nothing happens, I'm like, oh man, John Wick's here and I'd leave. <laughs> That's 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 my plan. <laughs> for what? For for surviving if I'm in a like situation where John Wick might well, show up. Okay, but if you're in the jungle, do you think you'll have service? Um yeah, I mean I think they got phones and stuff. Like you know, this is a like modern s- this is a modern version. Like not the eighties, it's like this maybe is like, like satellite. 
Uh, they could have regular phones. I think they got regular phones. It's like, I mean, if you're like in this multi-million dollar operation where you're kidnapping people and stuff in the jungle, you probably at least give your people cell phones. Well, then they, they can contact people from like the outside. To That's what I do. I call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 911 is like the local area. You know, I'd call whoever. I'd call like the, you know, I'd find some kind of number. Like I'd, I'd Google like what to do when you're in the jungle yeah see i don't i don't think you would have access to a phone like that yeah i think i would like not if you're kidnapped i'd I'd smuggle one in but no no, i'm not one of the people that's kidnapped. i'm like one of the people that works there yeah i mean i'm semi-kidnapped you probably have like a radio yeah like i'd call people on the radio like hey you want to get some pizza later like that's because that's my main goal i want to make sure they're still alive so then ask but i want i don't want to like i don't want to freak them out by saying hey did john wake or rambo come kill you yet I would just I would want him to like think that it's that I'm still all calm and that everything's normal. But you want to get yeah, pizza later, and he's like, "Yeah, bang, bang, bang." <laughs> you wouldn't hear that, but if you did, that, if you're like, "Hey, uh, just radio check, anyone want to get some pizza later?" Then like, would be like, "Your friends aren't getting any pizza." But what if he? What I just if, killed them. <laughs> now I'm coming to kill you. But what if he wants to play it off like he's trying to be sneaky, like John Wick? So he just says, "Like, yes, I'd like to get some pizza." I like pepperoni, but it's actually Keanu Reeves. Like, it's actually John Wick. I mean, maybe either way, you're dead in like be, 30 seconds. Yeah, I'd be trying to see if I can hear, if I can tell if the voice is, my, is the people I know or not. Yeah. I'd be like, could you say that again? That's what, that's what I mean. I mean, even if you could tell it was them or if you, or whatever the Even if it, I knew it was John Wick. Even if you knew it was John Wick or you dead. didn't know it was John Wick or there was no, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You don't even think I could run fast enough to get away I don't, home? I think John Wick is good enough that, like, if that was a scenario, if you called out, like, let's say, Swiss was at one end of the wall and you were at the other and you're like, I need to make sure it's here. Like, hey, Swiss, when our shift is over, do you want to get pizza? I think if if you heard radio silence or if you heard, you know, John Wick trying to be Swiss saying uh-huh. like, uh, you know, pizza sounds great. Or if you just heard John Wick saying like, your friend is dead and you're next. I think any one of those scenarios, the amount of time you'd have to live after you hearing that or not, or after making that call, yeah. I don't think would change. But what if I like? like what no, if I just locked myself in a room? Like, like find, find the closest bathroom. Find the bathroom. But like I'm saying whatever. Sprint to the bathroom. But that's what I mean. But I'm saying whatever. I mean, you're still going to get killed. But but whatever. Whatever you heard on the radio. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think any whatever reply you got so back so on not, the radio. Basically, nothing would. No, it wouldn't help because no matter if it what, was John Wick, like maybe right. it was Rambo or something, you could like just run and because he Rambo's just like shooting everybody. Yeah. But if John but, Wick was there the, to specifically the kill thing, people, yeah, and he the, already knows you're there. But the thing with John Wick, though, like he has a goal there. His goal yeah. is not to kill me. His goal is like to get to the head guy, the main, no, the so main boss there, or something. He's killing everybody in the camp. But he's, but he's, that's not his main. He might be killing everybody in the camp because they're standing between him and the big boss or whatever, or whoever he's trying to get to. But that's not what he's there for. Like his objective is not to kill Andy. His, you know, so like, I'm like, okay, I sprint to the bathroom, lock the door. Mm-hmm. Then he's, he's, he doesn't have to get through that bathroom to get to wherever he's trying to go. Like he doesn't have to, there's at that point, once I'm locked in the bathroom, it's a waste of time for him to try to get to the bathroom. But like, if you've already made, if you, if you, if you, if you're like, you like call or whatever. And then like John Wick knows you're like a person that exists. Uh He's going to come after you because he doesn't know, like maybe later you might come after him or something. But okay. So like, let's say that he did, that he did the thing. Like he said, okay, pizza sounds good, but I can tell it's not his voice. I'd run to the bathroom and then, like, cause at first he might think that I think that it's my no. actual friend. Wait. <laughs> so, you don't actually know that John Wick is a real thing or anything. He's like this, this, <laughs> this mystery. 
<laughs> so the first thing you like, you're like, I, I need to make sure that my guys are alive. But if there is some sort of Rambo hitman coming, I don't want to. I don't want them. I don't want to keep them off. So you call Swiss and you're like, Hey, want to get pizza later? And his voice sounds a little weird over this radio. Uh-huh. So you just drop your radio. Yeah, no, I don't even drop the radio. That's the thing. Like, as thing. soon as it happens, you're like, I don't. Like I I even could. It was like maybe like the fifth time that night that you've done that, and yeah. like each time he sounds a little different. <laughs> you just run. And he He's looks he's like, in the bathroom. Well, you would only do that if you heard like gunshots, right? Oh no, if I heard anything no, that didn't sound like your voice. Test to make sure that um, Oh, I want to know you're still alive. So there's no so I know there's no hitman there. So I run to the bathroom, but I keep the radio and I'm like, hey guys, there's someone in the building. There's a there's a guy, there's an assassin in the building. I just put out the APB. An assassin in the building. Then at that point he has bigger problems than me. Like I'm like I'm locked in the bathroom. I t- I say that I say so. Wait, but what if he, that way he knows that he doesn't that I'm not worth his time. There's like I'm say I'm like okay. I play. say this in the mirror. Like there's fifty other people here. There's fifty other people here. They're all converging. I'm in the bathroom locked in. Um, so what then at that, that point, if you're John Wick, do you go try and kill this one dude in the bathroom, or do you worry about everyone else that's not in the bathroom that might be coming for you? Okay, but I'm probably what, gonna kill the guy in the bathroom. What if? <laughs> what if? What if like that like that exact scenario happened? And then you're like, guys, I'm locked in the bathroom, and there's like 50 other people here, so, you know, I mean, no point in messing with the guy in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll lock myself in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I would, I would want to go kill the guy trying. that, like, called the other 50 people. <laughs> Everyone, you're like, it's getting kind of crowded in here. <laughs> like, 10 other people come in the bathroom. They're like, yeah, I hear they see the door jiggling. I'm like, oh, wait, John Wick. And they're like, no, it's me. It's like, not John Wick. It's like, yeah. oh, guys, trying to get in the bathroom. I hear, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> You hear steps us up. They were trying to get in the bed. There's like a day. Like, I wait like two hours and I slowly have the door. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a pile of dead bodies outside the bathroom. You're like, wait. You're like two or three hours. You're like, okay, I, don't, I haven't heard anything in a long time. And you're like, just sort of crack the door open. And as soon as you do, like this gun's like on your head. You're like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was waiting for this one. Yeah. Like that's like a three-hour movie. <laughs> like, people have to watch that. People in the theater watching John Wick. They don't even someone. cut screen. This shows. It's <laughs> like an intermission. You're like, is did the movie lock up or something? They're like, no, this is the movie. It's still rolling. It says no, this is the movie. It's like it's that little caption at the bottom. By the way, this is still the movie. Yeah. You have to show him breathing so that you know that it's not like they hadn't frozen on there. But no, what if you did all that and um. You know, like, there's 50 guys here, and, like, I'm locked in the bathroom, so no point in messing with me. And then it was, like, nothing for a second. Then you hear, like, over the radio, someone that you don't really recognize, and he's like, which bathroom are you locked in? (laughs) None. (laughs) Did I say bathroom? (laughs) I mean, I left here. Yeah. Why can I still hear you on the radio? (laughs) You're like, yeah, I drove to the furthest point I came where the radio still works. He's like, I can hear your actual voice. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in the bathroom that I'm in? (laughs) Is that you? Are you the one in the stall? I'm in the stall with the door shut. Standing on the door. I can see your head. He's like looking down at me from the next stall. He snuck in that quiet. Like not only was the door locked. He got through the door. No, no, you just like you're sitting on the toilet and he like slides his head under. You're like I hear like pee going in the next toilet. Or you're like he's like He's using the toilet, he's like, hey, can I have some toilet paper? He's like, I hear your actual voice. You're like, 
I know, I hear yours too. A <laughs> <laughs> tear comes down. <laughs> I didn't call 50 guys, I promise. And then 50 other people start coming to the bathroom and they pop, 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 pop. It's like, you're going to be last. <laughs> He's like, we're going to cover this door with a, <laughs> with a pile of your dead friends. When you dig through them, I'll be out here waiting. <laughs> They're like, oh. <laughs> Can I just stay in the, I wish I brought some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, I got food and water. <laughs> I mean, I got, you know, toilet and water. <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, toilet paper might taste good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like been two minutes. I say, you know, I like flush a couple of times because I like, I want, I don't want to drink the poop water. I want to drink, like, I just start flushing it over and over. Well, then you get the, oh, yeah, I guess it's a public bathroom. I was going to say you can get the water from the back of the toilet. Yeah, I don't want to go out and get the sink. Oh, you're talking about from the, oh, yeah, the back but, part. Yeah. But yeah, no, but like public the, restrooms usually aren't like take that. The back part off. I'd probably try to take the, um, the whole toilet off of the thing and see if there's like a way to get down through the drain. No. Because I mean, I don't know if the drains are only a few inches wide, but like there's a hole cut in the floor. Yeah. And if I could just make it bigger, I could get out that way. But then he'd probably be done. <laughs> he's done. He's, just, he's in the crawl he's space. Like in the pipes. <laughs> you my, know, just, you my just first like, plan of escape would be to try to get through the. I mean, I know the hole's only a few inches wide, but. See, <laughs> <laughs> that a John Wick. <laughs> like this is, so somehow you get the toilet off and then the pipe and you just pipe, like when you take the toilet off there's just a gun John, sticking John, through the pipe John Wick comes in the door and he sees me with like one foot in the pipe where the toilet was <laughs> I'm like just give me a few seconds <laughs> he's like comes in and you're like hey hey what <laughs> did you see this toilet <laughs> I'm the toilet how crazy man. is this yeah it's uh, something else you're I'm not the guy that called the 50 yeah, guys you probably looking for the radio guy he escaped yeah, yeah like, he went through the toilet you're looking for guys that are not me yeah <laughs> That's um, I think that's that pretty that pretty well covers uh, action movies. <laughs> yeah, I definitely say we have covered every aspect of action movies and whatever want to discuss. Um, <laughs> did we ever say what's your all time favorite action movie? Did we ever we ever mentioned um, that? Did we go through that. I don't know about um, individual movie, but my all time favorite like action movie franchise would probably be Lethal Weapon. You did say Lethal Weapon. That's the thing. That's when you mentioned Lethal Weapon. I'd almost forgot about those, but yeah, that's like a test. Uh, Die Hard or. Or Lethal Weapon, like, man, which one of those is uh, better? They need to do, a, like, a combi- uh, combine those. Yeah. And lethal like, yeah. Hard. Le- lethal hard. <laughs> <laughs> die, die, die Weapon. <laughs> die Lethal. I'd watch that. Hard Weapon. <laughs> there you go. Hard Weapon. Um, well, cool. Uh, Andy Swiss, I had fun. I think that was a pretty good conversation about action movies. Definitely something we can revisit in the future. Agreed. But... Um, yeah, I think we, like I said, I think we pretty much covered everyone, everything you would ever want to talk about, um, action movies. Uh, so, anyways, uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget to check us out at TurtleWars.net, and don't forget to give us a call on the Turtle War hotline, 646-926-6211. We'll catch you next time. And remember, listening to the Turtle War podcast is half the battle. The rest of your life is the other half. Peace out, people.